It's Aaron Levine, LG Insurance, with another episode of And Insurance. Well, we're talking insurance and insurance today. Um, I have with me Beth Fredrickson. You are an independent reseller of voluntary benefits. Did I say that right? Correct. I'm a voluntary benefit pretty, broker. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with that. Um, you also represent me and help my staff with some of our voluntary benefits um, through Aflac. Correct. Right? The duck. We have some toys in the back. We'll get to play with them a little bit later. So give me an overview of, of what you do and, and where you came from, how you started and, 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 and why the duck and, and what other than the duck do you represent? Well, I am, uh, like you, a small business owner that runs uh, an insurance agency that specializes in voluntary benefits. I choose um, Aflac as the face of my business because uh, the branding of the duck and the support of the Fortune 500 uh, company has proven to be um, every level of ethics that I like to um, have in my everyday business. If I make a promise to you as a business owner or a policy holder, I know Aflac will be there to stand behind the promise and commitment that I made to you. So it's an ethical duck. It's a very ethical <laughs> duck. <laughs> and how long have you been doing? Uh, I've been with um, insurance my whole adult life. Okay. Uh, I've been with Aflac for just over a decade. Okay. Um, I am proud to say that my operation has grown uh, from being just an, an individual agent to having a team of voluntary benefit brokers uh, that works in conjunction with my operation uh, throughout um, multiple states across the country. Mm -hmm. Our offices are based up in um, northern New Jersey, uh, in Montville, New Jersey. And... Um, as you know, uh, we work with various size business owners every day uh, to help them offer more opportunities for benefits for their employees. So what is a voluntary benefit, right? We know what medical insurance is, and I know what voluntary benefits are because we offer them to my employees. Um, but Give us, you know, what's the definition of a voluntary benefit? Who's well, it for? What what does it do? I know we see the commercials with the duck, and if you break your arm, you're going to get money from a duck. Um, but really, what what's the vehicle? What is it? So your major medical is designed to pay the doctors, the hospitals, and the providers. But we know in the time that we're living in that people have additional out-of-pocket expense <sighs> and exposure should they have a medical event in their household. So the voluntary programs are designed to help meet the financial gap that they may have as far as an exposure, should they have an injury, should they have a major diagnosis like a cancer or critical illness. What many people don't take into consideration is while they're going through their care for recovering from an event, the major medical may have a copay, it may have a deductible, it may cause them to miss time from work. Uh, there may be things like transportation expenses. You can't use that Blue Cross card to go through the easy pass if you're traveling for medical care. Um, and it sounds silly, and it, it, right. but it is truthful that people incur high expenses. Um, Harvard did a study a few years ago, and they found that 60% of the bankruptcies in this country stemmed from a major medical event in the household, and 77% of those individuals had an active major medical plan at the time the event took place. So we know that it may not be enough, and that's why these voluntary programs are so important for people's financial stability. So I, I see the benefit for an hourly worker, right? Because if they miss work, they don't get paid. 
But this also works well for, for salaried, for white collar type businesses as oh, well? Oh, absolutely. Because the reality is, is that in the times that we're living in, people don't have the nest eggs that they once had. Right. They don't have the financial stability. And what's ironic to me, um, you know, you talk about uh, some of the white collar industries. Uh, high, many of them are highly educated, but they don't really understand how the system works. They don't really understand the terminology that means your out-of-pocket exposure means you could have a medical event and owe $7,000. I mean, they're always smarter than us, especially, you know, and, and what <laughs> we do also, you know, many people are much smarter than what we do, than what we know with respect to their business insurance and their personal insurance. And we let people do what they do. But at the end of the day, you know, it's up to us. And that's why we're bringing this content out there is to bring the information to, to where it is and help people consume our content so they understand what, what we're bringing to the table with respect to the PNC insurance that we offer and then the voluntary benefits that you help us with <clears throat> that we just want to share that, it, that it's out there. So how, what does an employer do that, you know, wants to be kind to their employees and, and get this set up? How, what's the process look like? Is there a minimum participation? Does the employer have to pay for it? Give me that whole, that whole deal of, of how this gets set up. Well, all we need um, in a um, group setting is three individuals to participate. Okay. The employer is given the option to fund the program for uh, their employees or bring it in completely voluntary. All they need, would need to agree to do is make payroll deductions based on whatever programs an individual may enroll in. And for each of us, we all have different things that strike us as um, a concern. Mm -hmm. You know, often when I sit down with an employee, I'll say to them, what do you think about at night before you shut your eyes? What's a concern to you? And you hear stories about people who have a long history of family members that were diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. You have people that are concerned because they're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, and if they had an event, you know, where would the money come from? Uh, they don't have the savings they used to have. So the voluntary programs are designed based on what is important to you. We have some people um, that look for protection should they be out of work, so income protection. Many W-2 employees don't realize that state disability is not a dollar-for-dollar dollar match to what they're bringing home. Our computers are calibrated to be able to tell you if you're making X amount of dollars, this is what you're going to be missing every month if you only have state disability. They can insure that amount. So is, this, is the disability coverage offered through your firm, through AFLAC, short-term disability or yes. more long-term disability? Our programs are designed for more of the short-term, okay. six months, 12 months. Uh, we are, our um, programs are not designed for financial planning mm -hmm. purposes. They're um, for keeping a, an individual whole during an experience of a medical event. Mm -hmm. uh, the other programs that we have are based on specific events. Mm -hmm so that they have the ability to insure not only themselves, but their spouse and children who are under the age of 26. One of the things, uh, a misnomer uh, about our insurance programs is many people think that they're quite expensive. Most of our plans are designed to be very affordable. So you'll find that some of them are as low as five to $7 a week. Again, depending right. on how many people you're insuring, the level of coverage you're looking for. Right. But um, we do have programs that um, are as affordable as five dollars a so week. I'm going back to this disability thing because I'm a I'm a big fan of disability insurance policies, right? I love I'd rather somebody buy a disability policy for themselves than a life insurance policy. True story. 
life insurance is great, but you're dead at the end of the day. The disability policy on a long-term disability basis is going to cover you for a life-changing event where you're no longer able to, to do your job for an extended period of time. Um, and the benefit is going to range anywhere from two years till age 67 until you can start collecting the rest of your, your, your benefits. Um, so I'm a huge fan of disability. So if I were to take a disability policy on myself mm-hmm. and I were to take a six-month deductible, so to speak, right, um, I could then fill that six-month gap with a short-term disability through AFLAC, through, through these voluntary benefit companies, for probably a little bit less money than what I'm paying for on the long-term disability policy, right? Absolutely. Um, the plans are designed um, for the short term because when you think about it, you've been in the insurance business for a number of years. Out of all those long-term disability policies that you wrote, what's the percentage of people that have actually needed them? The reality is on a short-term basis, especially right. through the pandemic <sighs> that we're living through, I have seen more disability claims in the last... 10 months than I saw in the last 10 years because of the fact that people are experiencing health problems, either COVID or other related health problems because of the stress that they're living under um, because of the times we're in. So not to get into policy language, but there's potential mental health there's not, benefit. There's not mental health, but okay. we're seeing a lot of physical conditions that people are dealing with. So physical conditions related to stress or stress COVID or however COVID, it's, aftermath it's of okay. it. Unfortunately, um, in the state of New Jersey, these disability programs have some have exclusions for mental health diagnosis. Mm-hmm. But um, because of the COVID, what we're seeing is people are having ancillary respiratory problems. They're right. having cardiac issues. They're having vascular issues. <clears throat> pulmonary issues. These are all things that potentially are causing them not to be able to report to work. Okay. Uh, a disability isn't, I had an exposure and um, I have to quarantine. Right. A disability is based on a medical <clears throat> condition that is certified by a doctor that it's their expert opinion mm-hmm. that you should not be reporting to work while you're recovering from this condition. Another thing is, depending on the demographics of an, of an organization, this disability plan is perfect for maternity. If you have a group of individuals that are in the uh, childbearing age, mm-hmm. uh, a, a short-term disability program is perfect to help bridge the gap for the days and weeks mm-hmm. that they're out um, you know, while they're delivering their child. So what, what types of businesses you know, and types of employees fit this? You know, so I think you know, maternity. And I think, you know, younger people, although, you know, I waited till I was a little bit older before we had children. Um, you know, is it, is it hospitality? Is it schools? Who really benefits or could almost any business quite frankly, uh, any, benefit and treat their employees or, or help participate with their employees? Quite frankly, um, my book of business is diverse from public sector accounts like schools, municipalities, uh, to, uh, <clears throat> Organizations like insurance agencies, like mm-hmm. yours, law firms, banks. Uh, we also, um, the building block of Aflac's uh, organization came from the local small business. Right. The, um, you know, the shop owner, the restaurant owner, the deli owner. Um, all you need is to have three individual employees, whether it be the business owner and two employees. Right that um, are on the books 
to be eligible for a small business AFLAC account. However, we also do offer programs that are based on direct individuals that do not have to be part of a payroll account because we know that in the times that we're living in, there's a lot of type of um, different ways that people are making a living now, a lot of independent contractors that are not part of a W-2 payroll system. Mm -hmm. And we do have programs available to them for uh, specific event type coverage. So if we go into hospitality and we start talking about these types of businesses and employees that can participate. And if an owner wants to help their, their staff out and set this kind of program up, which is very simple and Beth is, does a great job at, at getting people enrolled and explaining the different coverages because I've experienced it and worked with, with Beth. Um, but a, a restaurant has such high turnover. What happens when an employee is no longer affiliated with, with the business? Do the benefits go bye-bye? Do the benefits stay? How does that work with the employee and the employer? Well, one of the nice features of um, being eligible to enroll in an AFLAC program uh, through an employer-sponsored uh, uh, benefit, you are still the owner of the program. Mm -hmm. So an individual leaves your organization, whether it be their choice to leave, your, your choice to ask them to leave, right. um, they are given the ability by AFLAC to continue their coverage. Okay. Uh, they are um, given the opportunity to pay it on a direct basis, or if they transfer to another account that offers AFLAC, it can be moved to that payroll system. Okay. One of the nice things about that is that nothing changes. The benefit level doesn't change, and most important, the um, premium that was charged based on the group rate is the premium that they're able to take it with them on a direct basis. And how often do you see employees that disassociate themselves with a former employee, continue their coverage? Uh, a very high percentage. So it's genius by Aflac. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> to, to keep yeah. it going. Yeah. And, you know, when we come in um, to an organization, and I think you've probably heard me say this, we thank a business owner like you right. for giving us the opportunity to educate your employees because it truly is, for example, the short-term disability plan is one of the programs that I can't offer somebody on a direct basis. Right. So it really is a benefit, whether the employer is choosing to participate in, in helping with the cost or not. And quite frankly, the majority of my accounts, the business owner is bringing in the opportunity. He's not funding the programs. Um, but it really is a benefit to the employees for working for that organization. Right. I mean, it just sounds, it sounds great. And it's something that, you know, we don't use enough. Um, we don't sell major medical today. Um, we may get back into that marketplace and then this kind of ties in, but just thinking about the disability piece of it and how that ties into the long-term disability and financial plans and, you know, working with business owners and businesses, you know, there's a nice, there's a huge gap, not a nice gap. There's a huge gap in coverage that's out there. Now, you keep mentioning, and you've mentioned um, the cancer coverage. So you have a, a laundry list of different types of policies, right? Because everything is very specific um, with whether it's short-term disability or if it's, is there a life insurance product also? We have a life insurance product. There's a cancer product. There's, isn't there like an eye care product? You have like all vision, right? You have all all types of different things. So what are, what are your top three favorite ones? And I'm sure one of them is the short-term disability. Well, I personally <laughs> write a lot of short-term disability. Um, I think it's important. Uh, you know, we buy insurance on everything today, right. right? We have a cell phone. We have a contract on it. You know, we have uh, extended warranties on our vehicles. But the thing that keeps our household going is our income. 
and it's not protected properly. So I am a big proponent of short-term disability. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel that um, today people have a lar larger out-of-pocket exposure uh, with their major medical. So the hospital confinement plan um, helps bridge the gap for some of those deductibles and out-of-pocket expenses you might have. Um, and obviously, uh, cancer is um, a subject that's hard to discuss with many. But the reality is, statistics show um, one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer at some point in their lifetime. And from my experience in the last decade of seeing the amount of cancer claims that have been open for policies that I've written, I think those numbers are, are right on so target. So how, do, how does that coverage work? What do I get for it? If, so, how does that, for example, how does it work? if, God forbid, you were to be diagnosed with cancer, at the time of the diagnosis of your internal cancer, AFLAC would write you a check for um, a lump sum based okay. on your diagnosis, um, a benefit that's built into the program. Then from there, depending on which program um, you've elected to enroll in, we could potentially have continued benefits for care and treatment every step of the way from radiation, mm -hmm. chemotherapy, hospital confinement, surgical procedures, um, follow-up care that may include you know, uh, rehabilitation, reconstructive surgery, uh, on oh. and on and on, including. Okay. Um, Does it include the lost income, or that would be on the disability? That's a separate. That would be it's, on the disability policy, most likely, right? right? What we um, do is like a Chinese menu. <clears throat> so when we sit down with an employer and we discuss what plans we're going to offer at your organization, um, we then, when we do the presentation to the staff, we say, okay, what may be important to you. Um, with a young family may be different than some of right. uh, your other staff. And they get to pick like a Chinese menu. Do you want soup? Do you want an egg roll? What, what would you like? Um, what, right. would, what would make you feel a little more secure when you put your head down on the Peking pillow? Peking duck? <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. Um, all right, so give me, what's the most obscure type of policy that you've seen Aflac or any of your other companies offer? Well, you know, in the voluntary market now, we talk about pet insurance and, um, you know, you could insure anything today, right? Just about. <laughs> Just right? about. I don't uh, know. The reinsurance market is going a little crazy right now. One so. of the things that I like to focus my um, business and, and when I talk to um, individuals is the most important thing is to keep their daily finances whole while they're going mm -hmm. through an experience. So whether that be um, an injury um, and again, your major medical is going to pay your providers. But what people don't take into consideration, often when somebody gets injured, for example, and they're supposed to go for physical therapy, and they get a prescription for 10 physical therapies, and they only go for three because they realize that every time they have to go, they have to write a check for their copay, right. and that makes them not go. I want to make sure that we're protecting the risk that they may have as far as financial decisions of why they won't follow the medical care. Got it. Our cancer program, for example, well, that lump sum benefit would give somebody the opportunity. I know if it was myself or one of my children, I would want to go to the cancer treatment center that specializes in that type of cancer. That facility could be right here in Monmouth County, but it could be in Philadelphia, New York, Ohio. There's an expense related to getting to that. Mm -hmm. You can't use your major medical card to get on a plane. Right. To travel. So the lump sum benefits that the AFLAC program gives somebody, it allows them to make decisions. Not that the money takes the pain away, but it frees them from one area of stress while they're making their decisions on how and where they want to get their treatment. Another thing about our programs is we're never going to dictate where you have to get your care. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. to be able to be eligible for your benefits. You'll always be able to pick your provider and where and how you want to get your treatment. That's awesome. Which I think is important, especially in today's times. Right. Right. Having that, you know, that, that freedom, right. That freedom to choose that, that ability to get care without, without worrying about the additional expenses, I think is, is, is tremendous. Um, that ability to, to have that financial freedom, so to speak, should an event occur, I think is an important message. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're able to get that, uh, that, that, that message out there. It makes me rethink my benefits program for myself and for my family. I know you've mentioned that, you know, there's coverage for children as well. And we don't think of children as a, um, a financial, as financial contributors to our household income, but they sure are, you know, de debtors to our <laughs> financial household. <laughs> so how does it work with, with some of the children coverage? Like, is it, well, I have to take off now because my child has an event or an episode, something happens um, and I can't go to work. Right. And I have these and I incur these expenses. Is that what it's for? Well, again, it's <clears throat> infusing capital into your household. The reality is, is that the AFLAC benefits, the checks are written right to the policyholder. Mm -hmm. So if you deposit that money in your checking account and you're using it to pay medical expenses, great. But if you need to use it to hire um, additional child care or right. you need to use it to supplement because um, you know, we were talking about certain industry models that are hourly paid employees and at certain times of the year, maybe they don't have a lot of paid time off accrued. The reality is, is if the AFLAC check is deposited into their family's bank account, it will help with expenses that they have. Right. And we're never going to tell you what you need to do with the money. We're just going to make sure that it's there to make you feel a little more secure. There's one other thing as part of the program. Um, every year, AFLAC provides money, right? There's a check for a well visit. There is. Right. There, we have two programs that we offer in the state of New Jersey um, that will give you, actually three, uh, that will give you a wellness-related um, benefit. And the reason why we do that with our accident plan, our cancer plan, and our vision plan is we want to encourage policyholders to go for care and treatment. Mm -hmm. We know if, if someone goes for a health screening every year, early detection with cancer is so important uh, for survival rate. We know that it's important for um, anyone that would go for a physical or a blood screening um, is probably more apt to get medical care for an injury sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. And obviously um, vision is important to monitor on an annual basis. So helping um, with defraying some of the expenses or giving a little bit of an enticement to go get a um, right. eye exam really um, seems to have people um, go and really take care of themselves. And that's really part of the key of this whole thing is our wellness screenings are to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. Right. So we've, we've covered a lot about closing that gap in your financial risk for your own personal profile, for your personal lifestyle. You know, it's a great benefit to any employer that that's out there that's offering medical insurance and also, you know, paying their employees. It can definitely close, close that gap. Is there anything that we miss? What else do you want to share with us? You know, I just feel that AFLAC is a financial safety net for our families. Uh, and the reality is, is today, listen, none of us want to pay insurance premiums, ourself included, right? We have our Guilty. own personal insurance, our business insurance. Um, but the reality is, um, and I've had it happen three times since the first of the year, when I get a phone call from uh, an individual who's a policyholder who has taken my advice mm -hmm. um, and is now having um, a medical situation in their household, either for themselves or a family member, 
Um, I've had two new policyholders uh, inform me that uh, them or their spouse has been diagnosed with cancer. Oh, and I had another policyholder who was in a severe automobile accident who has income continuation. I know the peace of mind that they now have that I will be able to meet the financial commitment that Aflac made to them. And I know that will help them and make this difficult time a little bit easier. And that's kind of why I love what I do. <laughs> I mean, it, it, all, it all sounds great, Beth. Thanks so much for joining us. If you want to get a hold of Beth, um, you'll be able to find her at the link that we're going to share on our Facebook. Um, we're going to be able to share this video on Beth's Facebook and YouTube. And we're just going to help get the information out there. So thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Aaron. Great to see you. Thank you.